Welcome to the Engage Truth Podcast, where we test popular claims and objections against Christianity and make the case for why the biblical worldview is total truth for all of life. We hope this podcast inspires and encourages believers and challenges non-believers to consider the truth claims of Christianity. My name is Caleb Harrelson, and I am your host for today's episode. Now, let's engage with several ideas. Imagine if out of a desire to get your child to eat healthier, you told them that every time they eat Lucky Charms cereal, a little leprechaun will sneak into their room, steal their teddy bears, throw cereal at them, and laugh hysterically while they sleep. So don't eat Lucky Charms because they aren't healthy. Do you think your child would believe this? Possibly. It depends on how young they are and if they have seen you as trustworthy and telling them the truth in other matters. What would be the consequence of your child believing this idea? They may get scared at night if they accidentally sneak in some Lucky Charms for a bedtime snack. This could result in them not sleeping well and possible other behavior issues. The parent may find it humorous that the child believed them, and they will feel grateful that their kid is making better food choices out of being scared away from the unhealthy option for their growing body. However, the child will eventually find out in later years that this was, in fact, not true. A little leprechaun will not sneak into the room if they eat Lucky Charm cereal. This may result in the diminishing of their trust on what their parents have to say on certain topics. The consequences may vary, but this little scenario is most likely not going to wreck a child and parent's relationship. Nonetheless, all ideas have consequences, for good or ill. What if you told your child these things instead? There is no absolute truth, and whatever you believe about the purpose of life is up to you. As long as you are sincere in what you believe, that is all that counts. How is the child supposed to determine what is really true if truth is up to her to decide? How is this saying supposed to work out in the real world? How can you determine the meaning of life if you are the sole decider of that purpose? What if you sincerely believe in a meaning of life that focuses on you causing great harm to others. Do we really want to follow the logical consequences of this idea? Also, isn't truth and meaning something that we discover instead of something that we create? Shouldn't meaning transcend humanity? It is objectively beyond humanity's own definition from within. It is constant, unchanging, and designed for people to conform their lives to this standard, the purpose of life. What if all humans were created, designed for a purpose by a divine being, and will someday stand before him in judgment and give an account for our lives if we lived in accordance with how we are designed? Or what if humans were not created by a divine being, and are just the result of a cosmic accident, and 
many mutations that led us to today. The consequence of this idea begs us to ask the question, again, if this is true, what is the purpose of life? Where and how can we even come up with dignity for humans? How can we trust our own thoughts if we are the result of many millions of years of cosmic accidents? Again, all ideas have consequences. Some have dramatic consequences that are far weightier than what type of cereal our kids choose. It is vital that we develop our our ability to test all ideas and learn how to respond to them. We're going to look at five big ideas in our culture that sound good, but that are actually dangerous. Five dangerous ideas about faith. Idea number one. There is no absolute truth. This statement is usually qualified with, as mentioned above, that people simply need to follow their truth or their heart for happiness and meaning in life. This sounds really nice and welcoming, inclusive, but it doesn't actually work in the real world. To claim that there are no absolute truths is a self-defeating statement. It's an absolute truth claim that there is absolutely no real truth in the world. Hmm. The consequence of this idea is that people feel justified in following whatever feels right to them and their good feelings towards something being the standard of what is right and wrong. This is dangerous because, as we mentioned before, what if someone else follows their truth That it's okay to do something that harms others, like lie to people for fun. All people would agree that it is wrong to lie for fun. Thus, it is an absolute truth claim that people don't like to be lied to for fun. Truth is not something we create. It is something we discover. Truth is that which corresponds to reality. This also means that contradictory statements cannot be true. The belief that there is a God and that there is not a God cannot both be true. Also, the belief that all religions are basically the same and that Christianity is true cannot be true either. In Christianity, Jesus claims to be the only way to God and that Jesus is God himself, whereas All other religions reject Jesus' claim to be God and that the Bible alone is sufficient for knowledge about God. At some very basic level, we can quickly see that between atheism and theism, there are conflicting views between Christianity and pluralism, the type defined as a belief, and many religions being just as equally valid as a way to come to God. These are all conflicting views. This seems so easy to recognize, yet I hear these contradictory claims nearly every day as an Uber driver. Why is this? The problem is that most people are not actually on a truth quest. Oh, they may claim to be, but in reality, they are not. How do I know? In the past couple of months, I have talked with several hundred people at the mall and in Uber rides, and many people 
have never heard that there is any logical or scientific evidence for the existence of God or the reliability of the Gospels. If someone is legitimately on a truth quest, it should lead them to examine the Gospels. Why? The Gospels have more copies available of any ancient manuscript, over 5,800 manuscripts in Greek alone. Also, it is the text for the largest world religion and has a leader that claims to have risen from the dead, performed miracles, and turned the Roman Empire upside down by its followers. To fail to examine the evidence for the existence of God and the claims of the gospel documents is a failure to pursue truth. The truth is that if Jesus really did rise from the dead, then the implications are huge for our life now and the afterlife. In the words of famous author and scholar C.S. Lewis, he says, Christianity, if false, is of no importance, and if true, of infinite importance. The only thing it cannot be is moderately important. You see, many of us fear what we would have to change in our life if we embrace the truth. Thus, we run away from it because we think that we will find something more freeing and satisfying if we live in our own reality, our own sense of truth. In the words of famous philosopher and mathematician Blaise Pascal, he says, Most people invariably arrive at their beliefs not based on what is true, but on what they find attractive. You see, in order for us to truly live with joy and freedom, we have to go through truth first, not our feelings. Living in truth should cause us to rejoice. However, living in a delusion is a superficial and fleeting sense of comfort. Living in truth will help us discover the purpose that we are on this earth for, and that will be truly satisfying. Thus, we must unite truth and faith together. Religious truth must reflect reality, and if it doesn't, it should be rejected. If we act like there are either one the people of reason and science, or, two, the people of faith, we are running into another dangerous idea. How we view faith and reason is the dangerous idea that we will cover next. Thanks for listening to the Engage Truth Podcast. Join us next time in part two of Five Dangerous Ideas About Faith.